0: Welcome to Crowning Conversations, a place where my friends and I. Place a place where we come together to converse about love, encourage one another, and gain understanding. Um, I'm Sharita, and I'm joined tonight with two friends, Sylvia, Neon, and um, tonight we're just kind of like having a conversation about a guarded heart and. From my perspective and my um, experience, um, individuals who don't trust easily, it, it touched me in a certain way because I know that I am very guarded in a lot of different um, areas of my life. Like There are certain things where I'm very open about and outspoken about, but then there are just certain things that I'm just kind of like... like I have a moment of openness and then kind of like retreat or run away or whatever. If I feel like a person is getting too close, I kind of like retreat. And, um, I don't always like people just automatically assume that I'm just, just a free bird, just so open and, you know, everything all the time. But a lot of times it's almost like a defense mechanism to like, um, I guess to get close to people. But at the same time, it's like, it's almost like double dutch like you want to get in but you know there's a fear of getting in and whatnot so um individuals who have um guarded hearts they don't really trust easily um uh, i definitely believe it's uh best not to get too deep too, you know into certain things um about myself like i try to keep uh, a lot of times i try to keep conversations a little bit i reveal a little bit but I don't go too deep uh, I build walls um, a lot of us do that do y'all consider uh, when you hear the word a guarded heart when you hear a person has a guarded heart like what is it that you automatically think of like what is it that uh, stands out to you like when you meet somebody like oh like do you assess it in a person automatically does it take time like how do y'all
1: well for me um I don't I don't really think that I um, really assess it like in another person I mean like that kind of just I guess that just really just kind of comes but um also for I mean like for me like I know how I am so, like, for me, like, I like to, you know, like, there's highs and there's lows. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I like to stay as close to the medium <laughs> as possible because mm-hmm. I've been high and I've been low. Mm-hmm. And, like, so, like, if I could stay right there in the middle,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that, like, kind of
2: just... Hit me.
1: Yeah, it just it just keeps me, you know what I'm saying, good, mm-hmm. you know. So, so I don't really, like, you know, yeah, I don't really, like, uh, really look at that. In like another person, like it kind of come if it's gonna come. But I just know for myself, that's the only thing that I can really control. You know, you can't control
0: other people. You know, other people. So. So you. So when you see, uh, so you don't see the behaviors. Like there are certain behaviors that you do to guard yourself. Are there certain behaviors that you do to guard yourself? Like to stay like in a safe, happy place. To stay in your medium. Hmm. So when you do those things, you don't you don't look for them in other people, or you don't recognize them in other people.
1: Well, I mean, you can just I mean, you can tell. I mean, like, there's some stuff that's minute, but then there's some stuff that's just 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 gigantic that you can't ignore. You know, Mm -hmm. like for you know, for instance, there'll be you know, like people that you know, like like everything like that you do. They're, like, questioning it mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You'd be like, I ain't even say that.
0: Mm-hmm. Or, I ain't doing. Reading
1: that. More, more into, into something. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and then there's, you know, just the small stuff that people do. You know, that, like, you probably won't think this big until you get further on down the line. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, like... It's all these little micro
0: really instances yeah. that we don't pay attention to, but those are really... Flags mm-hmm. that let you know that there's danger coming, or you know, a bigger situation. situation coming yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you'll see that.
1: Like I said, I don't, I, don't, I just be riding with the edge.
0: And see, I'm. That's something I feel like I try to, uh, I try to work on because I'm always probably like seventy-five percent of the time. In like analyze mode, like whenever I'm interacting, I don't care what where I'm at, what I'm doing, um, if I'm at a party, how much I've con- alcohol I've consumed, or you know whatever the case may be. I'm still always like alert and like paying attention to body language, and um, if I notice microaggressions, if I notice someone being standoffish, or you know. Whatever, if somebody takes offense easily, like I'm always analyzing situations, and um Seal had gave me this book on uh, mastering mindfulness, which is si- as simple and silly as it seems. It seemed to me initially, I was like, mastering mindfulness. I don't know if this is gonna help. She gave it to me in good faith, so I'm gonna read it. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if this is gonna really help and um after the I think the first couple pages it was like okay this is me (laughs) this is me I do all these things you know and um the garden the guardedness is why I do all these things like I'm guarded and because I'm guarded I always overanalyze situations I always um question whether a person is being genuine with me or if um, a person is being honest with me, if they uh, ge- uh, like it are really into the interaction or if it's, this is just some sort of, you know, some people do a little dance. Like, I want something out of this situation, so I'm going to do this little dance to placate you so that, you know what I'm saying? So I'm always fearful of like being played or being taken advantage of and, and stuff like that. So... I kind of um build up you know different walls for protection against those types of situations Mm -hmm. so in conversations it could be i could be with friends or family or even at work where it's like we'll be talking i'm like do they really need that do they really think that you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like even um um, the other day, I was get. They were just like, you just... You're good at what you... Like, you're so good. Like, why do you even question? Because I question it all the time. Like, are you genuinely saying that I'm good? Or are you just telling me this? Mm-hmm. Why would they lie? There's no reason for them to make it up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, all these things that we do to kind of, like, uh, protect ourselves yeah. from being hurt.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's that's human nature, though. I mean, that's like pure essence of a human, like, you gonna mm-hmm. you know, always protect yourself to try mm-hmm. to survive,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know I, I mean, like, at the end of the day, I mean like, in the type of work I do, like, I see it, see it from from the highest spectrum and to the lowest spectrum of like, you know, people protecting themselves, like, some people just don't care, and some people, like they're like, nah, like, you know, I'm protecting myself, I'm protecting what's mine I'm protecting, you know, my heart, or whatever, so, you know at the end of the day like you said you gotta uh, you gotta find like a median to it mm-hmm. like, you know you can't be too free but mm-hmm. also you can't be just too guarded you mm-hmm. know so mm-hmm. and and that's what uh, that I you know like I'm an advocate for people who want to therapy mm-hmm. and uh, you know so that you can find that middle you, mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. you know some people may be find on their own but some people
2: can't mm-hmm. so
1: it's a It's a difficult life thing, you know and it was a good topic. Uh, it's a difficult life thing to to find like that median so you're not too guarded, but then you're not too free. So you gotta kind of be right there in the middle.
0: So do you do you find it easy to like get close to people? like do you like i always equate it to um like when we were growing up my brother and i we're, we're 11 months par- apart and i'm older than he is anytime we would go th- into a new atmosphere uh, 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 and meet new people my brother always picked up friends oh like within five minutes he's with the guys playing video games or basketball and all that other stuff and and i'm just like well, because my bro, me and my brother like this so It's like, dang it, they took my friend. Now what I'm going to do? Ain't nobody here I want to be bothered. You know what I'm saying? So, is it, do you find it easy to get close to people, make friends, and establish, like, uh, a genuine depth and connection, or do you, uh, kind of like do that little
1: jump rope thing where it's like, ah. Well, um, for me, like, I've never, never really had a problem making friends. Like, you know, like, even, like, you know, I travel a lot. So, like, even when I travel, like, everywhere I go. Like, by the first day, I got, like, somebody I'm cool with. Either we done connected on some type of level or mm-hmm. just maybe you've maybe been drinking or something. We all connected. So, I've never really had a problem, like, um, like uh, just, like, you know, making friends anywhere I go. Now, like, uh, do, I, do I, like trust them but you know what I'm saying but like you know it's a good time Mm -hmm. so that's that's where where I would be you know with it because like you know like yeah you can like make friends with people but you ain't gotta let them in you know what I'm saying like you ain't gotta let them in it ain't gotta be deep yeah there's different levels to conversations (laughs) right right. we can stay right here at the top right and we can talk about the game we can talk about this and that but we ain't got to talk about nothing else to get a little bit deeper you know mm-hmm.
0: so so still do you find it easy to get close to to people or do you generally kind of like are you a guarded person or are you pretty much an open outrovert
3: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an intro mm-hmm. um I, it takes me a, a, a moment to really open up mm-hmm. and once I'm open up then watch our world
2: mm-hmm. uh,
3: <laughs> but usually when I go into a room a new environment and stuff like that I usually assess mm-hmm. and I watch people, I, I listen to how they move around and when you get quiet enough, you can actually feel and hear their aura.
2: Mm-hmm. If that makes sense.
3: Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if they're talking or they're just sitting still, you kind of feel you it. Get it's the like, energy. Okay, that's that. That person I don't want to deal with because something's not mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then talking to people. Every now and then, if I feel nervous, I may say something just because I am nervous and it may be an icebreaker Mm -hmm. and next thing you know we're having a conversation Um, and then there's times where I just completely shut off Mm -hmm. and still
0: feel comfortable in the mm -hmm.
3: yeah yeah. so like when I go to new jobs you know you have to find the people that you can work with and work for Mm -hmm. and there's been times where I wouldn't talk. I wouldn't talk to anybody for a week, and they would have to be the aggressor mm-hmm. and approach me. Mm-hmm. And usually, when that happens, it's either you're pushing my comfort level, and I'll open up, or I will shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much am guarded, but I try to open up a little bit more because. If you keep your fists closed, blessings can't come in. They can't go Mm -hmm. out. So you never know um, what you say to a person might help them or save their lives. Mm -hmm. So I opened up to one person, and it seemed like they were shut off. And they were guarded. And so I actually just approached them and started talking to them. And they open up to me. And, I mean, we we talk now.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, years later, we talk. And they bring up to this day when I approached them that I helped them. Mm-hmm. They were having a bad day. They uh-huh. were having a rough go of it. Mm-hmm. And so just opening up to them and talking to them made them mm-hmm. feel like they had a friend. hmm But as far as relationships is concerned, uh, my shields are up. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm still guarded about that, because mm-hmm. the fear of being hurt. Oh, definitely. You close down. Definitely. If you've gotten hurt and it's a nasty hurt, mm-hmm. it takes a while for you to mm-hmm. even heal. You heal, but you're still leery. You still, you're in survival mode for your heart. Especially if there were things like manipulation or control
0: or or some type or of abuse or something. Any type of abuse, emotional or physical. Um, Abuse takes place Yeah, And it's funny that you said um, That you had uh, approached someone that was guarded Because that was going to be my next question Like how do you behave Like you just you, You on your level And you run into somebody That you see is guarded Like you just you know Out having a good time or whatever You run across someone that's guarded How exactly do you approach them Like do you take the opportunity to You know see that person Because I feel like We want to be seen. I feel like every human being craves a certain amount and level of attention and they just want to know that someone knows that they exist or appreciates their existence and sees them. Just acknowledge them. So, you know, some people walk past people and they don't speak or somebody speaks to them and they they don't return a, a look, a smile, they don't give them eye contact. And, you know, that's a very defeating thing for a person that may be struggling internally with um, those types of issues. So I feel like it's like so important to make sure that when God puts you in a position to speak to someone or interact with someone that they feel seen. So I, for whatever reason, I identify with that so much to where I always whatever situation that I'm in, there's you know there's the the person that's so loud and talkative and they want all the attention and there's the person that's kind of like laid back kind of quiet to themselves are always like flock to the person that's to themselves and more quiet and i want to get to know that person like why are you you know You're mysterious yeah yeah like there's something going on with you that you feel like i don't need i don't have to command every eye in the room you know what i'm saying i'm cool with just like you know being me back here in this corner or whatever the case may be so
3: and it's some some form of power Mm -hmm. actually you Mm -hmm. know when you have people like that where they are to themselves Mm -hmm. and and, you know they're not boisterous they're not very vocal it's some type of power where it pulls Mm -hmm. certain individuals to them Mm -hmm. it's like a gravitational pull Mm -hmm. because it's like okay I want to know, you know who this person mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm, you know what, mm-hmm. what's going on in your world. I want to know you because now you're a, you're a mystery to mm-hmm. me. So More like,
0: intriguing because yeah. you're
3: not putting everything out. Like look at me, look
0: at me. It's something that there's a certain even though it it, it can be an insecurity there's a certain level of confidence that comes with being able to just stand on your own. Mm -hmm. Some people need a group of people to be out. Some people need, you know what I'm saying, all of that. But, you know, there are people that exist that I find the most intriguing, that, you know, I don't need all that. I don't need every to hear my conversation or I don't all need... All in my business. Yeah, I don't need every eye in the room on me and all yeah. that type of stuff. So...
3: And
0: that, that's actually attractive to It
3: me. is. It is. It's, it's very attractive. Okay. We silent. We moving in you got, What you got going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing here? You come here
0: often?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, at the end of the day, like, people like that, like, you know, like, at, at times, like, I feel like that I'm like that. Like, I mm-hmm. can just sit off in the cup. Mm-hmm. But, like... You know, like, it's not, like, a really, like, an insecurity thing. Mm-hmm. It's more of, like, I'm listening mm-hmm. and understanding and learning what other people are saying. Accessing. You know what I'm saying? Assessing. Mm-hmm. analyze like, what, what you know what I'm saying? Like, what I would say. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I can't learn anything if I'm talking. Correct. Hey, Amen. Say it one more time. Say it one more time. <laughs> I can't learn anything if I'm talking.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Just for the people in the back. I, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, but if I'm listening, you know I'm learning and I'm growing mm-hmm. as a person. Like I'm seeing where this person come from, their background. You know I'm seeing where this person come from. You know where they work at, what what their livelihood is like, how many the kids they got. You know, mm-hmm. and I, it's just it's just it's just. But I guess that you know also comes from you know like uh, you know like what I do for a living too. Because mm-hmm. you always listening, you always. You gotta listen. Mm. So like, you know, you listen so much that you don't listen, if that makes sense. Like so you listen so much that you don't listen. So like you only pick up on key shit. Mm. I mean key stuff. Like you only pick up on like <laughs> mm. like you know what I'm saying like we could have a whole conversation and, and it's I could talk to you. That... And it'd be like Bam uh this, da da three kids, mm. bam, da da you know what I'm saying like um uh, he didn't come home to three a.m. You know, just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it just—it's just like key things mm-hmm. for the subject for you, why you there. You operate on a
0: filter almost it, yeah. in the conversation. You're listening, but Selective yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you you're listening, but you're ciphering through like the the um, the fluff yeah. and getting to yeah. the the yeah. knit
1: and grit. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So we got a whole conversation, and I could probably get about three sentences then understand what you're talking. about.
0: Mm-hmm. Or understand why you're here. Why? You're here, yeah, what's wrong? What's wrong?
1: Why mm-hmm. you feeling some type of
2: way? Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's. I mean, I'm not a therapist, but I've been to some, and like I think that's why. I think that's what they do too. You know? Yeah. I mean? like, yeah. Because yeah. like you sitting there listening to people talk all, all day. day long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so you sitting there like. And then they just catch, like, those mm. key words to understand what's wrong with That's what they
0: call active listening. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Because if you let a person talk long enough, they really reveal their pains to you. You mm-hmm. you really don't have to inquire. You just listen. Mm-hmm. And everything that they're feeling, that they're going through, or whatever their, uh, their um, issue is, their insecurity is, it kind of, like, bleeds through. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, I think... Uh, put in a lot of effort to conceal their insecurities but really and truly it's like the more that you try to paint over it the more apparent that it becomes because you're doing so much trying to paint over this so that's like it highlights it in a sense that this is an insecurity and I, I feel like we do these things to protect ourselves but what exactly we're hindering ourselves at the same time like when we're trying to when we operate so much that we're trying to protect ourselves from certain things we're hindering us our own selves from a certain experience does that make sense absolutely like I'm trying to keep from being hurt but sometimes it's that pain that grows you in a particular
1: way
3: you have to learn from your pain
1: yeah okay okay so this is kind of reverting back to topic that we were talking about so when you said something about uh being healed but like if you're guarded are you healed no you're not you're not So
3: you're scared you're not
1: so i mean but you said like you i don't know it, it made it seem like that y'all were saying that like if you're you know what i'm saying you got to heal from stuff but you're still guarded like if you're guarded are you are you here
0: you're not and that's a good observation too because this is a um off recording conversation that we were having but for me that is my process it's because i'm guarded and i recognize that i'm guarded and it's because of the hurt that i've endured that has brought these walls up so it's in having conversations and putting myself i deliberately put myself. In um, uncomfortable situations, to force myself to deal with them. So, for me, that's how I lower my walls. That's how I get through the pain of what was by kind of like, in a sense, like, okay, this is the situation that makes me uncomfortable. Why does it make me uncomfortable? Assessing that and then moving from it, like how do I get from this point? How do I get to a point where I'm comfortable in it? So instead of running from uncomfortable situations, I embrace those uncomfortable situations. So case in point, like I'm, I, I have conversations with friends, like as soon as something bothers me, I always say it. And whether, you know, we're at work um, with co-workers or with friends or whatever, like whenever there's a situation, I'm like, I don't know if I appreciate how you said that or what do you mean when you say that? Or, you know, because for me, I will take what you said, having never addressed you about it, and go back to myself and overanalyze the situation. And, and internalize internalize that situation as opposed to just addressing, okay, so what does that mean? What do you mean when you say that? So, um, I feel like that is my way of forcing myself to deal with my insecurities and my shortcomings and, and also getting an understanding as opposed to just, um, over rationalizing or, um, what's the word they say? Um, Assuming. Basically, I'm assuming that you meant to be harmful. I'm assuming that you meant to uh, assume the worst when that nine times out of 10 may not be what your um, intention is. It's just because of my pain. I'm listening to you through my pain as opposed to having open ears and an open heart to the situation. So, yeah. So, so many times I feel like that's what we do. We, we, we get information that um, we can't really accurately um, receive because the filter is messed up. Like, we're, we're filtering things through our pain as opposed to just being open and receptive to what it is. We will assume the worst in a situation or about a person before we're willing to, you know, assume something positive or assume the best. You know, we're willing to take offense quicker then we're willing to receive a compliment. Like it takes a lot for me to receive a compliment. So a person, I get complimented all day long, and, and you know, I be like, oh, thank. You. But for, for the longest, it was like do they really mean that? Are they just trying to placate me? Are they just saying something to make me, you know, maybe I was looking mean, they just want to make me feel, but you know, I will overanalyze all of that because of my, my insecurities and you know, how bad I would feel about myself from past situations. So learning to accept the compliment and learning to embrace the compliment and also being willing to Not be defined by what someone thinks, but just knowing who I am and being confident in who I am. So that, for me, is part of lowering the walls and you know letting the guard down. So that's so that's, that's quite an observation, sir. And why is it so bad? Why why is the hurt so bad? Like why are we so afraid of pain when we when it can be such a growing
1: experience who wanna hurt <laughs> no, you nobody know, who wanna hurt man yeah, like, exactly. you know, that stuff you know like it's like uh, pain is a, a thing man it's like you know I mean you like you know it, it can be like sometimes like man you can be hurt but it can be de- debilitating yes like and you know it, it's it's you know it can be that way. So,
0: but if we if we know that it's gonna be for our own good, like if you were told that okay, you're gonna walk through this desert for forty miles. During these forty miles, you're gonna be burned. You're gonna be cut. You're gonna be beaten. Somebody is going to attempt to drown you um, in quicksand. But on the other side of these 40 miles, everything you need, require, and desire are on the other side if you can get through. will that make it, would that lessen the pain of it? Like if you knew that what you would come out to on the other side of the pain was just a beautiful thing, would you be less uh, less inclined to go through the pain or more inclined to go through it? Or
1: Well, uh, for me, like, Okay, so, like, when you go through pain, it's not like you saw it coming. It's
3: blindsiding. So, so
1: So like, it's blindsiding. So, like, yeah, you know, like, in the back of your head that, like, once you get through the pain, you're going to be a better, you're going to be better, you're going to be stronger, you're going to understand more, you know, you're going to be better overall. But...
0: So what you were saying
1: was when you know that the hurt is coming oh yeah like when you uh, know that the hurt is coming like it really don't hurt because you know it's coming but the hurt that's debilitating it is the hurt that you don't see so at that moment, you know what I'm saying. So if you know that it's coming, you'd be like, okay, well it's about to be a thing. Mm-hmm. So you you build it, yeah, like you done like uh, you know build your walls up, like okay, once I get through this, I'm gonna be better. But when it's a blindsided hurt, that's the worst mm-hmm. because like it, it might take days, weeks, and months to really like get through it or whatever you know or even just get to the mental mm-hmm. point of knowing that like once i get through this i'm gonna be good mm-hmm. sometimes
2: longer than that, that. sometimes longer mm-hmm. than that you
1: know and like that's that's what i was that's all i was just saying i'm like man because like when is when it's a when who wants to get hurt and when it's a blindsided hurt like that's the worst hurt because like because you because you st- it's almost mm-hmm. like being in a boxing match and you get hit and you stagger. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't really, you just trying to regain your balance mm-hmm. and trying to understand, you're trying to get, you know, facts and things like that and, or, why, you know, what the biggest question is, people always want to know why and why is really the worst question you can ever ask because why you really can't never get an answer, answer. and if you <laughs> like, do get an answer, answer it's not you know? the yeah, you want, want. Yeah. <laughs> so like why ask why but everybody wants like why
2: why is this thing? Why?
1: <laughs> that is so why? why? that is so why? true that is so true why would like, you do this yeah, to yeah, me why why and like you can't get no answer, answer that's gonna satisfy you like so why don't ask why you just ask the other one. like when and what and mm. then just go with it by the way
0: when and what so what's the I'm going to assume that you all you both have had to endure particular pains so is there any type of pain that you've had to endure like what's the longest amount of time you've spent trying to heal from a particular pain or uh the hardest pain that you had to overcome or
3: I'm going through pain now, Mm -hmm. um, currently. Mm -hmm. It's a a process, but it was out of control of any human, you know, so, dealing with that, but, as far as other pains, deception is the biggest one. Mm -hmm. When you think, or thought you had trust, or some type of bond, or some type of Friendship or whatever it is and like he said getting blindsided by deception it's like oh crap I've told you all these things about me I've revealed all these things about me to you I've confided in you I've brought you around my family and you claimed that you cared for me and put up a good show like you cared and then now all of a sudden here we are I'm getting slapped in the face by this surprise that I couldn't have trusted you far as I could throw you. Mm-hmm. But now I'm finding this out and it hurts. Mm-hmm. Um being yeah, deceptive. I mean, even even cheating hurts. But I think deception is more mm-hmm. painful than the whole cheating process. Cuz this is even in cheating I think it's the
0: deception in cheating yeah it's the lying it's the manipulation that goes on like and um, try
3: to make it seem seem like like it's you on you
0: you're doing something when it's just that person that wants to do something else instead of them just saying that they want to do something else exactly they're making it seem like you did something
3: wrong or you're inadequate and and then you end up questioning yourself Some, and your own mm, self worth, and mm, trying to figure mm. out what did I do wrong, or what did I say, or um,
2: why? Why? <laughs> yeah. All all the whys in the world, all the whys,
3: hows, and who's in the world is not going to give you the answer to really satisfy what you want to what you want. Mm -hmm. because if the person says well this is why this is who Mm -hmm. you're still not going to be satisfied Mm -mm. by that answer because you're still going to find yourself searching and wanting to know but you just can't accept what they're giving you and Mm -hmm. that may be God's honest truth but it just you still can't fathom it all and that was going to be my
0: my takeaway from that is like when when we're asking why for whatever reason, and we know that no answer will suffice, well, it's because I wanted to, or you yeah. weren't good enough, that's, or that's not even an adequate answer. But it's almost it's to me it's almost like we are looking for a reason to make it okay. Like it's almost like we want to forgive and move forward, and we want to rationalize. Their act, We can't rationalize their act in our mind if, you know what I'm saying?
3: Hoping their answer would make it hurt less.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But at the end of the day, you have to just assess the action and ask yourself, is this something that I'm willing to deal with? Mm -hmm. Because so often we search for those answers because we want to know, is this something I'm going to have to deal with often or again in the future? and am I willing to do that but so often we don't we won't assess that part of the situation and we find ourselves putting ourselves back into situations like that or continuing to deal with that and never really um, getting an understanding for our behalf you know you're trying to understand that person and their actions and they're not being forthcoming they're being deceptive so you can't get an understanding you have to get an understanding on your own behalf of you know this particular behavior is unacceptable to me in this type of relationship and therefore I refuse to continue on in this type of relationship and during this type of behavior so you have to assess you know that part of it that's the only thing that you can control whether or not you're willing to deal with it you can't control whether or not they'll do it again right you can't control whether or not they'll love you uh, the same or respect you the same. Or if they
3: uh, loved you in the first place.
0: Exactly. But those are the things that we put on it. Those are the things that we try to rationalize. And we there's no way to to rationalize that. You can only rationalize, like, what am I going to do from moving forward? Exactly. How, how am I going to engage in this relationship? And is it worth maintaining? Is it worth... Uh, progressing Should
3: I cut my ties Yeah. I mean it comes down to Acceptance Accepting the fact that you have no control over another individual You have no can, Do you know how hard that was for me to realize
0: <laughs> Do you know How controlling was it, was it I am
1: controlling? Is that a thing I,
0: I, I have been And it's not even like controlling But it's like I, I have been the person like I love you so much. I want the best for you. Don't you see that I would only give you the best and want the best for you? Why won't you do XYZ because you know it's in your best interest? Why would you go and do W if you know that it's harmful and detrimental to what you're trying to do or trying to build? So I am, I have been controlling it in that way. So I've had to come to the understanding that I cannot live someone else's life and I can't protect them from anything, especially my kids. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to get that understanding like this, their life is theirs now. They're at their own age of accountability. I cannot live for them. I cannot protect them. I can give them all the information that I have access to, but they're still going to do what they are going to do in the situation.
3: Yeah. When they say the stove is hot. Baby. You, you can swap the hand as much as you want to. As soon as you turn your back, they touching the stove. Now they screaming at the top of your lungs. And I told you it was hot. Mm-hmm. You have
1: to like, learn the like hard way. Like I said, when you learn stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? My thing is, what I say is, look, you do what you you a grown person, you do what you want to do. I ain't going I ain't gonna judge you. But I'm gonna talk about you though. <laughs> you know that's the way I feel about it. Like, I ain't gonna judge you. But I'm gonna talk about you. <laughs> Never leave. I'm gonna talk about you. You know you took an L for that one,
3: right?
1: You know you know you <laughs> fucked up, right? You know you just, fucked just, up. Right? Just know it's coming. Just don't be surprised when I bring it up. I ain't gonna, I'm not judging you, still love you
3: mm-hmm. Talk about you <laughs> I, I tried to tell you, you didn't listen You didn't believe really was hot. Okay, <laughs> now you found out, alright I, I done found, I done ran into a couple of uh, People that I've, I had to give warnings It's like, listen, I'm only telling you this Because of experience that I've dealt with in the past and I'm still growing I don't know everything but uh, you might want to watch yourself on that mm-hmm. Then next thing you know they coming back well I should have mm-hmm. listened mm-hmm. I tried mm-hmm. to tell you but you wasn't listening so here you go you think poop mm-hmm. poop don't stink well mm-hmm. it, it's funky, they probably it? they <laughs> kinda like
0: me and want to assume the best about it I want to I want to assume the best but I'm expecting the worst <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: people good. Just want what they want yeah that's true that's true. Want. They want what they want I mean like okay, say say if like if if I'm dating a female or whatever and like you know, I'm me, they know me, then like, you know what I'm saying, they get mad at me, break over me, da da So what's the point in going in going back and getting another me? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? A like, carbon copy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's, a, it's, it's not me, but it's a... It's, a, it's, it's a, a, repackaged. Yeah, it's a repackaged me. You 2.0. <laughs> like What's that? like? But
0: we do do that, yeah. we do
3: do that, though. We do do that. It's certain qualities that were attractive. That were attractive, that attracted her, mm-hmm. that she wants to repeat. Not necessarily the whole Package, but certain things like can
0: we have the addition with minus these features and with these features? Add but they on come to...
1: with them other features. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. It comes of when it,
0: you right? find out that he's Mike Myers at nighttime, it's like more oh, manipulative Christ. or more controlling, yeah. or whatever the case may be. Yeah, it's yeah. always yeah. You really have to um, to be my. That's that grass is always greener mentality. Okay. Some people think that oh, this is a better package. This is a you know, this is prettier. Yeah, this the premium package over here. Oh, I'm no, right. it's the same thing. It's the 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 if the, the, pa- the packaging might got a little more spark, a little more razzle dazzle, but it's the same. It's the same um uh, thing on the inside. And then it become yeah. a little bit more bang. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, I've, I've, <laughs> I've gone to the exact opposite of what broke my heart. And I ended up going back, back to the original because the other one was just crap. I was mm-hmm. like, well, dang, I thought I was going to do better. Mm-hmm. And I ended up doing worse. I was like, I should have stayed with what was going on over here rather than jumping out the skillet. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in this frying pan mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to get out of it.
0: But he said something. Neon said something. When we, when we, uh, we when um, we don't appreciate a person for what they bring to the table for who they are well i think it's a it's a mutual thing because if you don't feel appreciated it's going to be hard for you to appreciate that person so in a sense we leave a situation or leave uh stop dealing with a person because of we don't feel like we're priority we don't feel valued we don't feel whatever the case may be and we're not getting our, our needs met so we do go look for something else but it it's almost like um number one you have to I feel like we have to do better about um being honest about what we need in the situation and what need that person fulfills in our life, because if I come to you seeking to be fulfilled in a particular need, I have to let you know what the need is that I'm looking for you to fulfill, mm-hmm. and then you have to be honest with me and tell me, well, yeah, nah. I can't do that. I can't do that. And vice versa. So then, when you assess what the relationship is, can it still hold value? Can it still hold value? Can it still be beneficial? Can you still learn from it? Can you still engage in it and grow from it as opposed to just, ah, we're going to cast it to the side. Oh, it's not. This is what I'm looking for. So if I can't have this, I don't want. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? So we have to do uh, better about communicating what it is that um, we expect in a situation. But really and truly, we have to expect less because (laughs) we have to expect less in a sense, because we have to accept the person for what they're providing. If you have that communication and they say, no, that's not what I'm willing. I don't want that. I don't want the same thing. Okay, they tell they telling you that's not what they want. So you have to meet them where they are. so if that's if they're telling you that they're not trying to be what you want and you are not trying to you can't make them be what you want you just have to okay well this is going to be this particular type of relationship and we'll engage in this type of interaction right as opposed to being salty and trying to find a replacement finding a replacement for something that wasn't working doesn't work does it it wasn't
1: you can't find a replacement it wasn't already working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it wasn't a, working in
3: the beginning, good. why try to go back and redo try, it? Try it? Mm-hmm. I
1: don't know, but like, if it wasn't work, just because it wasn't working, it wasn't. That don't mean it was something you liked, though. You know, that's what true. Yeah. That's definitely true. I didn't say that you didn't like it. There are,
0: of course, there are things that you liked about it. That's why you was
1: there. there yeah. 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 So. You pick it. You got, if you want if you want what you like, just get what you like and then just take what comes with it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like for for like so okay. So if I say, okay, uh like I want a woman to dance on the pole or whatever. So I go get a stripper. I gotta take the take the go what Come with a stripper you know what I'm saying
2: like, you want uh, you want like,
1: a like woman that, that dance on the pole that pole uh, is damn,
0: sparkly man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta that's a nice pole right there, there.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying then I got to think about man it's boy, other boy, people you know, that remember, like that, that pole yeah they're looking at
3: her too so, like, you know... You so, know. you could get you a pole in the house and be like, baby, you ain't got
0: to work, work that pole. The you, work you work the, the pole for me, the <laughs>
3: house. But she like that money, though. So, yeah, you like that And money. that money so paying it's, them it's peers. not a
0: mutually beneficial situation because she working the pole for a different reason than what you want her to be working the pole for. You want her to work the pole for you.
1: Yeah, but, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah, you know, if, if that's what I choose to, to partake in,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I got to... Uh,
3: that's I where you yeah,
1: got to accept it. Yeah, I got to accept it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all ever been in situations where uh, y'all was with men and you just, like, were like, damn, I'm, I'm just going to take this or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Just going to take him for what he is
2: because
1: yeah. that's what's there? Yeah. I mean, like, no, say say you liked it, but, like, it was some stuff that you didn't like and you was just like, Man, I'm just going to just deal with this. And just, yeah,
0: like, because um, I can say yeah. I can say, yeah, definitely. Uh, I can say that I've engaged in a relationship that I knew was not, uh, it was like an 80-20 thing. It was like, but it was it was 80% of him and the things that he did and the way that he thought that I adored and appreciated and needed and wanted. And it was that funky-ass 20% that was just so blatant that it was just like, ah, no. You know what I'm saying? And over time, it's just like, yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. That 20%, um, depending on what it is, it can weigh heavier than that 80%. Uh, There are situations where I feel like, or, yeah, definitely situations where I feel like um, it wasn't... And it's because of my expectation. Like, um, I feel like if we have a conversation and we're on the same page, then uh, I'm assuming we're on the same page, but then you discover later on that you're not on the same page. It's been a situation where, you know, it's uh, upfront about, okay, yeah, we're definitely not on the same page. However, okay, we're not on the same page in regards to anything long term, but what is it? that can be exclusive to this particular relationship. And if I feel like, if I feel like I'm in jeopardy in a situation or in dealing with someone, if I feel like, you know, uh, if I feel like I'm not being respected or if I feel like I'm not being appreciated or, you know what I'm saying, if you feel taken for granted or if you feel like, oh, if a dude treat me like, oh, you just another whatever, I'm not I'm not inclined to stick around because I feel like regardless of what it is if you're not in a relationship or whatever if it's a friends with benefits situation if it's just a wham bam as I, I call them a wham bam thank you ma'am going back to business type situation or whatever there's always something that you are looking for you know and you're going to hold that relationship to that so if it's a wham bam you think okay that's what it is if it's a friends with benefits it's friends that have benefits you know if at any point in time I feel like you're uh, regarding me outside of the parameters of the relationship or I'm not being respected in what I think we have agreed upon then yeah I kind of like yeah distance I do gotcha
1: what about you Sue uh what
3: was the question <laughs>
0: Basically have um what was the question again Neon like
1: have you have you ever dealt with somebody that you just you know what I'm saying like you just just took what what it was cuz because you liked it you know what I'm saying basically like you know what I'm saying like accepted a, per- a person say, and dealt with the situation. situation yeah
3: I have I have um yeah I I've, I've done it several times
2: <laughs> where
3: I I like the individual, didn't like some of the things that came with being with the individual um, and dealt with it, but that comes with how do you feel at the end of the day afterwards? Like, dealing with this said individual, can you really... Sleep at night after what you've accepted from that person, if that makes
2: sense.
1: Yeah. Huh? So, so you saying that like, like you can't, um, you know, what I'm saying like if you can't lay down and get a peaceful night's sleep because you accepted certain stuff from a person that you would re- normally consider unacceptable. unacceptable. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. You know. Yeah. So i I've dealt with that um, a couple of times. That's when you have to be truthful with yourself. Like, can you really deal with it? Does it make you happy? Does it bring you peace? And if it doesn't at night, especially when you're there alone, it's not worth doing. And I had to learn that the hard way. Um, And it's when so i like to learn new things mhm and that yeah. was a learning experience <laughs> um some of it was good aha uh-huh moments and some of it was oh crap i'm about to lose my crap you know mm-hmm. emotional mm-hmm. tear everything down type uh learning experience but then at it, at the end of it all i wouldn't replace any moment of it because I'm more aware of what I'll accept and what I will not accept. Um, I'm more aware of if I see something that's not right then I can call it real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm more guarded now with situations like that when it comes to me it's just like, no, been through that already. I'm not trying to go through that no more. So I usually I'll, i I have the ability to shut it down quickly before it even gets too too far
2: mm-hmm.
3: so yeah learning experiences are fun <laughs> so what about you Neon
1: what
0: you asked the question like been in situations where you accepted something that you know you normally wouldn't accept or that you uh, uh, however you phrase it I'm paraphrasing here so yeah
1: been there, I mean, because, you know, um, there's probably been about, well, I just go back to the very beginning for me, like, when I, um, you know, was in uh, junior high, you know, going to high school, whatever, I had his girlfriend, and, like, I took some shit that I would not take now, but... I took it in because, like, that was like, you know what I mean? Because you didn't know no
0: better. Mm-hmm. You know? That puppet
1: Like, Yeah, you yeah, like, yeah, like, you ain't know no better. You know, you was like, you know, get mm-hmm. up you know, and all that and all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that <laughs> <shit>. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you doing that. So, like, it's like, man, I don't care. Yeah, that yeah, that was enough for you uh, to be able to accept it. Yeah, at that point, yeah.
2: That yeah. was wild.
1: Ready to go? Yeah, like, man, you just go Yeah, man. You mad and stuff. But like, man, you, should, you know, then you just come back over there and do it again. You just know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be yeah. mad at the yeah,
2: world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Take it yeah, out on
3: yeah, everybody. Then, as soon as yeah, she break yeah, you yeah, off, yeah. girl, I don't even know why, yeah. why I was mad. Yeah. <laughs> You
0: know, i be yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> You know, when yeah, I don't get I, my I crazy. I understand I what was going on. I so, ultimately, in that yeah. situation, what was your takeaway in the situation? Like, how did you end up dealing with it? How did you handle it? How did it end? And did you resolve the situation?
1: Oh, right, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we just got older. And for mm-hmm. me, shoot, I realized there's more efficient. Which, at the end of the day, like, my dad, like, my, I, had, I, had, I had a great dad. Like, mm-hmm. He was like A1, day one. Mm-hmm. That was my guy. Like, we had conversations mm-hmm. from the jump. And he was like, Man, when you get your first piece, man, you going to be crazy, man. <laughs> you know, he said that to me. And I was like, Man, you know I'm going to
2: talk about
1: that. And then it happened. Mm-hmm. And then. You, you crazy. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Then I just kind of like got through it. And then, like, it was like, then my dad was like, no, Yo, you can get more girls, right? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't the
0: last one. You like, I ain't oh, think boy. about that. There's more?
2: About that. more. But wait, there's,
1: there's more. more. <laughs> yeah. So I, I did that or whatever, and then like it was just like you know I got through it. Then it was like, okay, now we here. Now now we are going through high school. Yeah, you know, okay. Because what what got me really was because like she was older than me, mm-hmm. and like I was in junior high I think she was in high school. Mm-hmm. but she was in high school and like so um, when that dynamic happened she was more experienced than me mm-hmm. so she got me mm-hmm. and then uh, when I got to high school shit I'm a fucking man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know and then we went to college and I'm like shit <laughs> you know it, 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 it ended up like that you know mm-hmm. so you just kind of that was young that was the young version of mm-hmm. it when you grow out of it but man I feel like some people never grow out of it man mm-hmm. they just kind of get stuck in that, you mm-hmm. know. You yeah. know. So Yeah.
0: So in the um I forgot what my question was. <laughs> you
2: threw me off
0: with the axe
2: over
0: there. Oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay. So you went through the situation. You discovered it was more fish in the sea.
2: Yeah. So fish you fish. went and sought out all the
0: fishes. No,
1: I ain't talking. No, that's not what I said. Oh, <laughs> I ain't gonna seek out all of it. I, you know, like I realized that that I ain't have to just sit on the couch crying no more. Gotcha. Got okay.
0: So I'm glad you clarified. That. <laughs> but um, so I forgot what my question was. <laughs> Somebody help me out. You <laughs> got But when you said, um, you know, the part about, you know, your expectation in a, a, a relationship or whatever, and then how you handled them not measuring up to your expectation, I feel like um, in so many instances, it's like how they say men are from Mars women are from Venus we speak two different languages and all this other stuff it's like the the way I I think men and women process process things are uh, are so different and I definitely feel like uh, you know when guys go through their heartbreak they are told you know it's plenty more fish. I mean guys and girls are told it's plenty more fish in the sea however I think we go about it excuse me Excuse me. Different ways, and guys want to jump back out, you know, into the saddle. And did you really like get through a healing, or did you just like just jump from one situation to the next situation? Even in women, you know, you know, we all do that. We all have that thing where we don't really um, process our emotions. We don't process the um, the. We have to uh, be accountable for, you know, the things that we do and don't do in the situations that cause it to um, fall short. And we have to uh, kind of like work through it. And I, I don't think we always work through it. And in so many situations, we carry the hurt or the disappointment or reluctance or whatever the case may be with us. these next situations and I think that further kind of like contributes to the dysfunction of our relationships and the way we handle people and our expectations of relationships and all those types of things like what do you think about um like when you think about your 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 first you know relationship and whatever disappointment or heartache you suffered do you feel like by the time you moved on with life did you work and process through that or did you just kind of like go on to the next or
1: uh for me Nah, hell, yeah, I ain't gonna lie I went up to the next <laughs> end, like, uh, My black ass is in McDonald's Said something in the line to a girl And next thing I know, we talking And then yeah, I, Well, oh, okay uh, Yeah, so That's that's how that ended up It was like, well, I guess I'm Well, like, you know, I wasn't over it But like Did I you carry anything? Had a, I had a band-aid Oh, okay <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You did you carry
0: back. any any feelings or emotions, um, negative wise, um, from that previous relationship on with you? Do you, do you ever notice, uh, or had you ever noticed, like throughout your life, where you carried certain energy that came from that initial relationship and that heartbreak? Mm-hmm. And how did you?
1: What did you do to get through that, or did you work through it? Or no, nah, you. I mean, like for me, like I, I after. That and after like going through like multiple things, you know, going through the process to where I am now, it's like yeah, like you can't hold that on nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like some stuff to happen fucking 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but yeah, at the end of the day, like yeah, it, it t- it's a process to like get to a point where you. Like okay, I'm good. Like I'm a, I'm just gonna, you know, what I'm saying, do this. You know, what I'm saying, I'm, a, I'm not gonna, like, think about something that hurt me
2: mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and I, and, and honestly, I think women get over it quicker than men. And like, and I will mm-hmm. um, say that mm-hmm. because men. <laughs> Hey like, it take forever and a day
0: because they don't do you do you think it's because they don't really deal with it? They try to put a band aid over it as opposed to you deal know getting it. an understanding and um working emotion- emotionally doing the work to kind of like work through it mm-hmm. and and women are usually more emotional and kind of like feel things and you know a lot mm-hmm. heavier mm-hmm. than men. do you think that's why,
1: yeah? Yeah, I I could I could agree with that. I could I could go with that in in, in, in in a few ways. Yeah, because I mean like yeah, women used to dealing with stuff. They used to feeling, so they got to get over. Men, like you know, we once we get a little emotional, hurt, we do uh-huh. we shut down on you. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting up here like it's right own. Caps <laughs> tight. Yeah, tight. tight, tight. Yeah. yeah. no, I, I definitely.
0: you agreed or disagreed until
3: so there's this saying I've been I've been wanting to say it for the longest it's a song too they say the best way to get over somebody is get Get under somebody somebody
1: else else. that's a blue (laughs) stuff
3: we hurt Um, we hurt and some of us what we do is try not to show our hurt Mm -hmm. so we'll go out and will seek something elsewhere
2: mm-hmm.
3: it's a temporary like you said a band-aid she may not be really feeling the dude but she's like you know what the last thing I want this dude to think is I'm sitting on the couch crying my eyes out over him mm-hmm. so I gotta go out mm-hmm. I got look and and she might not even be interested in the guy but she see her old dude she gonna be up alone <laughs> new dude mm-hmm. even though she don't really like him but she trying to get him to see that hey I done moved don't move on I don't need you no more I don't care about you even though it's a bold faced lie mm-hmm. cause soon as she go home dude be trying to kiss her good night and she be mm-hmm. like oh, I'm back. get yeah. out of my
0: face you've served your purpose here exactly you're
3: gone you're done I'm done with, with you you. <laughs> you know and so away with you yeah and so if old dude call and be like hey you know I seen you blah 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 More than likely, she's got two choices. She's going to go ahead, talk to him and entertain it, or be cold and just be distant. Mm -hmm. So, our options are open or shut. Mm -hmm. So, if she opens, she's going to go with caution. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, okay, you hurt me once, Mm -hmm. you're probably going to try to hurt me again. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to be guarded. Or she'll be shut down all the way to where it's like she won't even entertain the call or just be mad as all get out and ready to slash tires and bust windows and, you know, some Jasmine (laughs) Sullivan-type deals. (laughs)
2: Because
3: I think
0: think men are more uh, vindictive in their hurt. I think men are more vindictive in their hurt than women. I think men are more spiteful. I think so.
3: Is they will be trying to smash up, smash up best friends. Or, yeah, or
0: they want to embarrass you. They want no, to take, no, 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 take your, they want to take your name woman, down that. That's there. a woman thing. That's a I don't thing. think, so. because
1: like no women, women, yeah, <laughs> no, like women always want to like when y'all break up. That they gonna get one of your best
2: friends.
1: Women always do that, and like you just be like, really, really.
3: I mean, it it depends on
0: the female. Men do do, that, too. Men go for the sister, the best friend, the mama, however they can. Cousin, whatever. Whatever, I think
3: it. Something
0: in. Yeah. (laughs) But the day I think. We done seen Mari Povich. But I think think women, um. Women may play with the guy's friend or whoever to to get a rise, but men are them Fell in love with the best friend or the sister. Now you gotta
2: yeah, look at this mug at
3: the barbecue and
2: stuff.
3: Shoot. like man, that gum at you. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. that's it's 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 wild. It's. Relationships is tough. It's crazy it is.
0: It's crazy and I Okay, so my question is this to kind of like top it all off. Because we know that relationships are tough and the majority of us are guarded. Uh, regardless of how tough or you know, open or free or healed, we want to perpetuate. A lot of us are guarded in more ways than one. So how are some ways we can, number one, keep from being disappointed and hurt? And then number two, how do we move in a way that allows us to get to know the people for who they are and what they provide without the the heavy expectation? Because a lot of times it is the expectation that leads to the hurt and the disappointment. Expectation is the, the root of disappointment. I feel like.
3: Expectation? Yeah. Yeah, you expect somebody to be somebody or something that they are not. Um, you expect that person to want to get up out of the bed and go to work every day. You expect them to do it. You expect decency and respect. You exactly. Expect- Exactly. consideration and but then courtesy. once you found out who that person is if you care about them are you willing to accept it so you got accept- acceptance and expectations so if you got high expectations on a bum <laughs> good luck that's just like
1: playing playing dice that's just like playing the NFL you know, you gonna put a hundred thousand on the team that ain't won a game. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. Because that's
0: sometimes that's something that does take place. Like you I think um sometimes those um celebrity relationships or relationships that get, you know, um um notoriety is where a person was taken down through there by a particular person, by their significant other, but they held on and they You know they stayed faithful, and then you know next thing you know, you know they came up, and you know that person did this for them, and then they grow into this family. You know it's it's almost like presenting, it's like painting the picture that you have to you have to be dogged out and unappreciated before uh, you can be in love with a person. Essentially, that's what it seems like. Like you have to be, you know, you have to go through the pits, and unfortunately, I feel like very seldom do we see relationships where they're successful and there's love and uh, mutual respect and appreciation from the get-go. And you don't have to be dogged out. You don't have to be you know what I'm saying? Put down. You don't have to be a bottom B. You know what I'm saying? Before you get you know, loved and appreciated by a
1: person. I, I think like some of that though is like the process too. Because like when you like a, especially in the black community like a lot of us come from nothing. So like so like when you come from nothing and then you go on a process of getting shit and you start you know and then like say that girl was with you or that man was with you when you didn't have nothing and then like sometimes the the process and the life will will run will do that person wrong, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. Just, be, just because like you, you know what I'm saying, not saying you mean to do it, but it's like you just never had it, mm. so like you start enjoying it, and then you don't realize that it's really eating you up inside, and really like not what you need to be doing, but you're doing it because you never had it, mm. you know. So like I think that's you know, when we talk about like stars and things like that, you know, you'll see and there, be like, oh, okay, we got back to this point. When the person finally got, you know, they, you knew them then. That's what they were then. I mean, this is this is how they was then, and then like okay, through the process they grew into this old, beast then. Obviously, the atmosphere gonna fucking take your ass back down. Now they back down, and like can and then you like oh, okay this. Works. All the whole time, but, mm-hmm. you know. I fucked around, this shit, you know. Mm-hmm. That I would, you know. I got bigger than what I was. Yeah. You forgot to be. Home. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. yeah. If, if that makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's some good stuff. So, take away from the conversation. If you have advice for a person that is probably dealing with you know past trauma uh, whatever it, it entails and um they're guarded what are some things that they can do to kind of like um let their guard down what is some advice that you would give them for healing what is something that you know if if it was um uh, someone that you really cared for that you you saw these traits and that you wanted them to get get a message or get an understanding what would that message be
1: um for me for me for um especially all the you know if you're listening and you're a black male go get you some therapy bro go get you some therapy. I went. I, I think that's I across the to, board. Yep, I, I agree. I went to therapy and, like, it really helped me. And, like, I'm saying, like, if, um, especially black males, we definitely need to go get therapy because yes. we go through a lot. And, mm-hmm. like, we are, yes. like, the most, like, uh, marginalized people. Mm-hmm. You know? So, just, just just go get some therapy, man. And just, like, take your, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. just because you mad at your old lady don't mean that she wrong Mm -hmm. go get some therapy and like you can talk through it better versus doing some of the other stuff that you know you would normally do yeah that's that's good
0: advice Mm, it's definitely good advice I think um, black men most definitely um, y'all have an expectation to be strong to be protective to be providers and you have Little to no room to be vulnerable, to um, to be soft, to just, to be human. Like, you are so expected to be these big, great men. And y'all are. Black men are like great men. They're always so, black men are always like so tough, so strong, so about the business or, you know, so protective and so, um, it's, it's just in y'all. And we have that expectation of y'all to the point where it's almost like we we can take it for granted that this is not just a man. Like, this is a human being. He also has feelings. He also has hardships. He also want, has things that he wants to get off his chest. He wants to be able to... You know what I'm saying? Decompress without being judged or talked about or belittled or made to feel some type of way because he needs a release. Um, So definitely in whatever you do, black man gets you uh, a a strong um, support system where you can open up, um, get things off your chest, be yourself, and not feel... Um, demonized for feeling how you feel or thinking the things that you think definitely therapy is a very big um takeaway
3: so jumping on the bandwagon us us sisters we we also need it mm-hmm. um group therapy sometimes helps mm-hmm. couples therapy helps mm-hmm. um Family therapy. Mm -hmm. Every now and then you got to bring everything out to the wash. Mm -hmm. Um, Seek self-healing. Love yourself. Be open. Be honest with yourself. Um, If you find yourself lying awake at night questioning Mm -hmm. what you did early on that day, you need to get up out that bed, Mm -hmm. do some healing. You need to do your prayers if you don't pray read a book something a self-help book something
0: and if you feel like you've um, I, and I don't mean to interrupt you or cut you off but if you feel like you legitimately cross the line cross someone hurt someone or you know if you feel like you did somebody wrong be man or woman enough to to stand on it and either apologize or go to them in some sort of way, or even if you feel like you can't go to them, go to God, ask forgiveness for what you've done. You have to forgive yourself first because we know we, we've done wrong, and we won't even forgive ourselves, and we'll carry that energy on and project it onto someone else. So, definitely, yeah. definitely, I agree with
3: you on that. Because that, it, it also ruins your health. Mm-hmm. I mean, carrying away, carrying that burden, and take you on out of here. Mm-hmm. So, definitely... Because we are leaving in great numbers. Right. So, definitely seek help. Definitely. That's all
0: I got. <laughs> I appreciate y'all. This is a good session, man. This was a really good session. I appreciate both of you for joining me this evening for this crowning conversation. Um, I definitely learned a lot this evening and, um, I appreciate both of y'all's input and for anyone out there that may be, um, struggling with what to do, how to do it or, or, you know, healing, seeking out healing for yourself. Um, all I can tell you is to, um, to, to, to
2: see,
0: do your due diligence in finding, um, Uh, A counselor or a therapist that is for you that you can open up to and feel like you are uh, being heard and express yourself and be honest whatever you do be honest with yourself and um, grow from there I appreciate you all for listening in um, on this topic of a guarded heart and I hope I hope to um, receive some feedback from you all and hear from you uh, in the coming um sessions y'all have a good one and thank you
2: Ooh,
0: Chad,
2: y'all did that. I don't know.